Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution with only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do, clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned in to The Fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry right here on Sirius XM. Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Happy Thursday. Thursday to you, kings and queens. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. And it's your girl, Dice Gamble, checking in on this Thursday, Thursday. Thank you guys for hanging out with us right here on The Fix, Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Bro, on this Thursday, Thursday. What y'all thirsty for today? You see your, you see your, 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 your friend, uh, Try to make somewhat of an apology. Your, your friend uh, Ernest Pugh, hey. he tried to make a little apology after he probably heard our show yesterday and was and tried to make a little apology. So. But was it an apology though? I read it. I didn't feel like he was apologetic. You didn't feel like it, it was genuine. Nope. I you didn't. didn't feel the love. You didn't feel. I, the I, love. I, th- I think we leave the invite open. Oh, the invite's still open. I, I still would love if you invite listen open. To Ernest Pugh, we, we definitely love the interview with you. Let's not get it twisted. We, Come we on, bro. Guys, we want you to understand that we are ministry driven. So maybe you haven't had the right conversations with, um, you know, Christian hip hop artists, Christian hip hop media outlets. So, uh, we welcome you on the fix. Uh, anytime, anytime, anytime. Have a conversation. Well, come through. Once again, you're tuned into the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Wow. And listen. We, you guys are in for a treat today. When I say um, every now and again, uh, Dice and I just really want you guys to hear the heart of these artists. Um, today's a day. We have two exclusive interviews that we guys, uh, we want to bless you guys with today. Um, listen, Dice brings our super friends through. I was, I was just, I was just in this, this, yeah, your super friends, your super celebrity friends you just bring through. And um, when I say, uh, this, this brother is a preacher. He's a walking testimony of what God can do. And and just I was just blown away. Um, we got a chance to sit down with our brother, Gabriel Bello. Um, he's doing so much, not only for the kingdom, but in music. And uh, listen, he's going to share all type of stuff with y'all. So y'all definitely want to keep it locked for that exclusive interview. We also got a chance, Dice, to uh, chop it up with uh, our sister from Atlanta. Hey. Big Rissa. Big Rissa. Big so, Rizzle in the building. You know, I'm here for all the ladies representing CHH, so you already know. Um, but no, she's she's been doing her thing. And she's been doing secular music as well. And then, you know, the Lord really showed her like, hey, I want to use you over here. So I'm excited about that uh, transformation that happened in her life. And the fact that she's just uh, out here winning souls for the kingdom in heels with a hair and her nails done. I'm here for it. I'm just so glad. I'm just so glad, uh, Dice, that we're doing ministry and not industry over here. I'm just Come on, so grateful that, you know, we get a chance to share people's faith Come journey. On. Faith walk, you know, the people come on and get a chance to talk about their spiritual <laughs> regimen and what it looks like to be yeah. transformed by God. You know, come so on. I'm just I'm just grateful that we're doing ministry and not yeah. industry. I'm just gonna keep saying that for a while. I, I love that you're saying that piece, but I uh, I, I hear in the back of my mind here, like expose the culture to positive but relevant music that mm-hmm. you know obviously has Jesus at the forefront. But I'm 
I'm realizing, focus, that we are actually exposing the culture to positive people who are doing relevant ministry and five days a week. If you don't go rewrite that thing, you just five days a week. Go to just rewrite that. I said five. (laughs) Five days a week. The Lord is just sharing with the world. Like, not only are these people uh, enjoying the gifts that God has given them and using the gifts that God has given them, the talent and skill, but they're doing ministry in their communities. Like, they're doing ministry you know, with the family and foundation and fellowship of uh, their churches and, and, and community around them. They're, they're not just coming on the show like, hey, I got an album dropping on Friday or can you promote my song? It's like they're doing something and and they're sharing God's love. And, and this thing is uh, changing their hearts and God is reaching people through them. Just these willing vessels that we have on here Monday through Friday. So that's that's something that this show um I don't know, man. It just touches me every time we had these people on here and, and they just start sharing their heart and what God has done in them and then who they're uh, trying to affect some change. And so I don't know, man. It's, I mean, it's amazing. It's a miracle and, and it's amazing. Absolutely. It's definitely yeah. amazing. Listen, we, we, like I said, we're going to get right to it. Wake up, wake up with us. We appreciate y'all waking up with us. Let's get it all to some music. Get that, uh, get that blood flowing a little bit. We pray, uh, you know, y'all had some, uh, some great conversation this morning with the Lord. Mm. We need to wake up every morning and make sure, uh, let, let's take our devotional time and our prayer yeah. time, our prayer life to a new level. Uh, something that Dice and I are just working on and just making sure we're in yeah. the will of God and we're Absolutely. hearing clearly from God. So listen, yeah. let's get to some music. We'll be right back to it. Uh, we got music on the way from 2.0 and Project Pat, mm. as well as Aaron Cole. Also, we have some Mike Teasy. But right now, listen, new Dietrich Haddon featuring Jason Champion turning around. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is it. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 150. For Holy Culture Radio, you already know you tapped in with DJ Focus Dice Gamble, and listen, Dice, uh, we, we we talk about it. We know you uh you know you about to take care of that little light work you coming off the shelves, but yeah. we always talking about you know, <laughs> who's next up and coming for the queens of uh, Christian hip hop because uh, you know we, we got to get our queens uh, up. It's not enough of them out here uh, compared to the men. But listen, uh, I was excited when uh, actually my brother DJ Network he hit me to this new artist. Send me something else. He sent me something. I, she not listen. She got my stamp of approval. Book the interview, bro. So listen, let me help me welcome me in right now. Uh, Rhyme Spitter, uh, an entrepreneur, big rifter. How you doing, sis? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How y'all feeling? fantastic yes welcome to the show thank you so much for making time to come on here and hang out with us today yes thank y'all for having me i appreciate it so listen sis uh maybe share a little bit of your faith story with the people maybe how you developed your relationship with christ before we talk about all the uh dope music and everything else you got going on okay well i actually grew up in the church um my grandfather is a pastor of like three churches in south carolina So I was always, you know, in the body of Christ, but it took for me to get older and, you know, start going through life situations to actually develop my own personal relationship with God. You know, from there, um, things just started to take place. I I had my children and I started going to this church called Embassy City in Atlanta after a few years of uh, not going to church after. But, you know, growing up in it. And uh, one day, my brother, he led me to embassy. Um, I had told him prior to me getting there, I was like, uh, you know, I don't need to go to church. I, I know God for myself. You know, I can have church in my house. But I realized that was a lie. You know, I had to get amongst um, believers of like mind, of like faith. So once I joined embassy, God started to do a 360 in my life. And, um, you know, it's been up ever since. I've been growing ever since. Okay, so I think you skipped over the musical part. So <laughs> I want to. I want to. I, I love. I love that. And um, we're gonna come back to the kid thing, and the parent, and the mom, and the brother, and all that. But can you tell me who some of your influences were concerning music? Okay. 
So some of my influence at the see, I used to be a secular artist. Okay, there we go. Doing, yeah, before yeah. I started doing Christian rap music, I was a secular artist. I've been rapping since the age of twelve. I just turned thirty last month. So I've been doing it for a while. Um at the time I just thought it was something that I could do. I never really, you know, thought of it as purpose. Um, so at the time, a lot of my inspiration came from artists who were in the world. Mm. When I became older, um, and I started to realize that rapping was something that I couldn't get away from, no matter how hard I tried to put it down, that's when, you know, God started to give me revelation of this is actually who I am. Mm. So, um, I, I have plenty of music that I have done on the other side. But one day God sat me down and was like, you know, it's time for you to start cleaning up your music, cleaning up your lyrics. And I wanted to make music that my kids and other kids can listen to as well. Um, God took me through a process of consecration and sanctification. And in that process, I went through a lot of warfare and feeling like, you know, am I supposed to be rapping? I know this is what God told me to do, but I never, you know, I don't know if that makes sense quite like that. Mm -hmm. And I started to actually get a lot of my inspiration from the word. God has given me a gift to where when he gives me revelation through his word in the Bible, um, he also gives me a way to interpret it in a way that's catchy, that has um, the Atlanta lingo, a lot of lingo that the youth and people in my age group can relate to, but little do they know, they get in the word. So a lot of my inspiration, yeah, it comes from the uh, the Bible, uh, Lecrae. I'm inspired by people like Lecrae, you know, 1K Few, uh, Toby and his wife, Fat, uh, Wandy, like it's a lot of people, um, Aha Gazelle, like that whole Reach records, the whole Reach label, they're doing their thing. I'm inspired by it. We are too. That's why we have a show okay. because of, because of focus being inspired by Lecrae. So we, yeah, we on here. Shout out to Reach Records. Definitely shout out to Reach Records. Yeah, just they've been doing it for a long time. So listen, that that's that's amazing. That one, I want I want to give you your roses because I think you know you started off doing music that young and then being able to go over to the the, the secular world and dabble in that. Um, I'm be honest with you, you got the gift. So if you really wanted to continue to do it, I know you could have ran them numbers up and really like chase money if that's what you wanted to do. So I want to salute you for submitting to the call that God gave you. Because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't do that. Uh, we have a lot of uh, secular artists who uh, love Jesus, but they're not submitting. They're still running from that relevant word that they got because they want to chase that money. They want to have that success. And there's nothing wrong with that success, but if you're doing it at the cost of not obeying what God told you to do, yeah, then there's something wrong with it. So I just want to give you your roses for doing that. Listen, let's uh let's talk about it. So, you know, you're doing these freestyles, you know, you're making a little buzz for yourself. Come on, what are we working on? Are we working on a mixtape? We working on an EP? What, what can we expect? A little bit of both. Yeah, I got uh, some right. stuff in the works. Got a mixtape I'm working on as well as another project. Um, it's a lot to come. Got shows going, uh, features, um, videos, you know. So I have a lot of stuff that I have to balance and keep pushing out. What's something that God has allowed you to do through this second phase of your of your career that you didn't you couldn't even dream that you would get to do or you had no idea that you would get to do? Be able to um, tell my testimony, like my story, not just through music, but, you know, through uh, words of wisdom to different age groups. That was something like I never I never saw myself at the time before, you know, I started I crossed over as being a minister or, you know, anything like that. I couldn't fathom any of that. I, like I said, I grew up in the church. But I didn't have the language for spirituality or what it actually meant to be a follower of Christ. So God has, you know, been making room for me where I can actually tell people how good God has been in my life and why I do what I do. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, talking with the talented Big Rissa. We got to go to a music break. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix.
and the fix is in. You tune back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel One Fifty Four, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We still having a great conversation with the talented uh, Big Rissa. So listen, Rissa, I, 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 I have to ask because you you know by you already dabbled in the the secular side and you're back on the kingdom side now. Talk about how women are just, you know, put out in in a way where, of course, you know, we know everything is over-sexualized and the disrespect and the names and the the lingos that go on. Like you being from, you know, coming from that and coming to this, have you been able to, you know, still one, have any connections with maybe some of the female rappers that you maybe did some work with and being able to build them up and maybe change their mindset on some of the lyrical content that they're putting out and how it's not really empowering women in the positive way? Yeah, uh, most definitely. I actually, even not uh, even not just female rappers, but just females in general, female and, um, you know, men as well. Like I sit with the people. <laughs> so when I'm at work, you're going to get some type of word. You're going to get some type of revelation out of me some type of way because I have a natural core on me. So regardless if my friends, uh, co-workers, whoever, like they're going to get a word. Um even if it's all the way down to whatever they they share with me, you know, about their everyday life. I try to give some type of inspiration and uh, clarity that, you know, would direct them along a different path versus what society tries to paint the picture as what a female or a woman should be when it comes to, you know, dating and just being us all together. Um you know, even when I was a secular artist, I never really had the the heart to just be on the track talking about what I can do to a man or this mm-hmm. that. That's that's never been my thing. That's never been my personality. Um so and that was one of the main reasons why, um well another reason why I felt like it was best to go ahead and submit my gift to God because I want to give women something else to listen to. Like I want to give the children something else to listen to. I was, I remember I was in a store one day and um, I can't remember exactly which song she was singing, but this little girl, she had to be about eight years old and it was a Megan Thee Stallion song. I can't remember which one. Mm. And she was just hard down singing. And then um, it, it has even been times where I just, you know, sit back and watch how, other women younger than me they idolized you know no disrespect or offense to you know the Cardi B's or whatever but they idolized those type of women they idolized the women who you know uh, strip or dance or feel like they have to get a come up from a man Mm. and little do they know behind closed doors these women they're actually tearing their souls down and they're not happy Mm -hmm. so I feel like you know it's, it's a good thing for female gospel artists to stand on the front line and let people know like you can be dope and still love Jesus. That's right. Like, you can still you can be in your bag and in your Bible too. Because God yeah. don't it's no mess and God did not call us to be broke just because we're Christians. Come on. So all of that plays a part in it. That's good. That's that's good. I know you said you didn't put any uh, mess about men in your music, but you and A girl, you know I'm from the A. If you ever hear some of my old stuff, just know I'm safe now. <laughs> I was I was saying, I was I was like, I'm going to hell and taking people with me. Um but no, that's that's awesome. So can you tell me something that God has shown you about yourself? Um, you know, especially after becoming a mother that you maybe you didn't know before. God has shown me a lot about myself and he's still showing me. Uh, he showed me that I am bigger and greater than my past. Uh, I'm, I had to, he showed me that I had to be able to get over myself first and then I could be able to get over the opinions and, you know, the naysayers or whatever the case may be. Um, God has, even like we're rapping, God has shown me like rapping is just a part of who I am, a part of who I am and him, a part of my purpose is way deeper than rap music. Because I, and I, I remember when I used to be a secular artist, I used to tell God, I used to be like, you know, I don't want to be famous. You know, I don't want to be famous. You know, if I just rap, that'd be cool. I could be a ghostwriter. And I had to go and renounce that. 
I had to renounce that word curse that I spoke over myself because I was like, who am I to get in the way of God's plan if God wants me to have influence, to have dominion, because that's what we're supposed to do, to subdue, you know, to be able to um, bring heaven on earth, because that's what a good Christian does, bring heaven on earth. So who am I to tell God what I don't want (laughs) when it's bigger than me? So God has really been showing me a lot about, you know, just uh, purpose and even every time when I'm like, okay, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this, you know, what to do next. God always tell me, walk, get up and walk. And I'm like, okay, God, but what does that look like? Get up and walk. Like, take one step at a time. Don't get stuck. Don't get stagnant. Don't become distracted. And I even have to, like, I have books laying around the house of just revelation. I don't care if I'm washing dishes. God will stop me in my track mm-hmm. and tell me what it is that he needs for me and what it is that I need to be doing. So, um, you know, God has shown me that, you know, that I've been faithful. Like, I really have a heart for him. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to beat myself up, you know, that his grace is sufficient, mm-hmm. that he has given me uh, beauty for my ashes. Uh, yeah, God has just really been speaking his word over me, beautiful mm-hmm. words over me. That's awesome. That's awesome. We see it. We hear it. No, absolutely. We we definitely hear it. Can you speak about the importance of, uh, you know, or speak a little bit to entrepreneurship? Because we know you uh, do that too as well, especially Mm -hmm. for somebody who who may be, you know, looking to start a business or looking to start some type of uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah. uh, Just make sure you're doing it for the right reason. Make sure your, you know, your heart is pure. You know, you have to have a good heart partial with anything that you're doing uh, because, um, (laughs) <laughs> you know, you can't serve mammon and serve God. So when it comes down to entrepreneurship, make sure that you, you know, you have the mindset that you at least want to build the kingdom. And I feel like that's with anything that you could do, rather it's with entrepreneurship, uh, rather it's with children and family, marriage, relationships, whatever. Make sure the foundation is Jesus. When that sermon, when that sermon, oh. when that sermon comes <laughs> She dropped, listen, she been dropping this word on this interview. I want to go there, but I'm going to go there. Like, so for, for our listeners, can you tell maybe <laughs> your spiritual regiment? Because, like, I just feel like, you know, it, it's a lot to you. Like, we know about the dope artists, but, you know, talk yeah. about your spiritual regiment a little bit. What does that look like for you? Uh, so I, I try to start my day as early as I can uh, and set the tone for my household. Right now I'm a, a single mom. And I have two kids, 10 and five, a girl and a boy. So I get up in the morning and I pray over them. They, you know, that, that praying mama that y'all see like the little memes and stuff yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. She hollering and laying oil on her bed. That's me. That's you. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> they be sleeping up. They wake up, full heads. Right, right. So I feel like I have, you know, I get up in the morning, set the tone for them, uh, play worship music you know we worship we go to church on the regular you know as much as we can um we serve so i constantly tell them as for me and my house we gonna serve the lord i teach them how to pray um so that's my original prayer and even when i'm not just um getting up in the morning and just praying like my my spirit is constantly in, you know, communion with God. Like my spirit is constantly like, okay, God, what you want me to do? God, mm-hmm. show me how to do this, Lord. I, I want more of you. Like my spirit constantly speaks that. So that's the part where I had to learn how to like, okay, like I, I know I'm, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm faithful. I had to get that realization. That's what I had to give myself grace mm-hmm. so I can allow God to, prune me and you know develop me the way that he wants to I had to take my hand out of it and after that you know I started to be able to trust my process a lot more so mm-hmm. prayer is a must reading the word is a must like I can't help it though. even when I try to write a, write a verse that just something different some type of way in that verse of the scripture gonna come out like can't help it <laughs> it's in me it ain't on me that's good <laughs> Yeah, that is good. Listen, Big Richard, can you tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as introduce your latest single? Yeah. Yes, yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at Big Risk Game. That's B-I-G-R-I-S-S-G-A-M-E. And I have a, a EP called Elevation Out on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Look, you name it, it's there. 
And right now we have my new single called That's On That. It just me, I said what I said. You know, some Atlanta lingo for the people. Yeah, yeah. Keep it locked. That's you tune in the fix. Yeah, and the fix is in. You tune back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop and R&B and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You already know you tapped in with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, Dice, come on. I'm, I'm blessed. You, you're always bringing your super celebrity friends by. So, you know, we, we, we got a great guest on right now. Who do we have? Look at God. Love it on me. Gabriel Bello Music in the building. Listen, I'll be honest with you. Y'all have no idea who who you even get to listen to right now. I mean, I know y'all been listening to his music, whether it's a production or saxophone or I don't know, TV sync. I don't know. He does everything. I, I think in my mind, but um, this is my brother though, like uh, near and dear to my heart for so many reasons, just trusting God and even helping me helping my project. Like focus. I don't even know if you know, like we've done music together and um, like he, he, I don't think he really knew me from Adam, but he just trusted the Lord. And uh, I was blessed by uh, the relationship. I'm still blessed by the relationship and um, just by the fellowship. But for those of you who do know Gabriel, you guys, um, you already know how amazing he is. So I don't, I don't, I don't really have to run it, but um, I'm just honored that, that we, that he made time for us today. And I'm, I'm saying that humbly because I'm like, he could be doing anything. Anything you want to do right now. So uh, this means a whole, whole heck of a lot to me. And I like that you said, well, you have superstar friends. Now, he is somebody I do consider to be a superstar fan. So some of these other people, maybe not. But this one on today, guys, um, y'all just helped me welcome uh, in uh, Gabriel Bella. Um, just a, an amazing, amazing, amazing person. So we're going to let we're going to let him tell us a little more about about him. But y'all put your hands together. Here we go. <laughs> we need the sound effects. Go ahead, go ahead. Listen, super dope. Uh, I, I've done my I've done my homework too as well, so I, I'm blessed that uh, he he's on with us right now too as well. Listen, uh, if you can share a little bit, Gabriel, maybe a little bit of your faith story with the people, maybe how you develop your relationship with Christ before we talk about everything dope. Um, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, let's see. Mother, you know, mother was uh, saved. Father got didn't get saved until I was, uh, I want to say someone like 11, 12 years old, but grew up in church. Um, grew up actually in the invention of Children's Church. So I actually was the la- one of the last generations that was in the sanctuary with the family. So I understood what that was. And then they did this, oh, we're going to take them out. You know, Sunday school for me was Bible verses. It was scripture memorization and puppets and scripture memorization and puppet show and gospel bill. And uh, then I started playing in the church band, started with flute, then saxophone, singing at the church choir. Um, the When we moved from Massachusetts to Florida, so I, I, I'm trying to... Uh, like, like Paul said, you know, be all things to all men. I'm trying mm-hmm. to acquire every card that I can. So I got my Yankee card because I was born up north. Come on. Uh, I got my race card because I'm not white. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, uh, and and I'm, I'm currently working on my redneck card. Uh, the only thing I the only thing I have to do is uh, I got to get a rifle and I got to kill a deer. I've Come done on. everything else. Wow, I, I think I've done everything else. So uh, yes, wow. all things to all men, so that I may reach With some. some. This, this is so. different. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, you know, that's, uh, we're a family here, so I, I, I yeah, can feel just like keep we're it family, real. So that's why I'm just that's why I'm just being right. uh, you know. So uh, baptized at that first uh, Christian church. Um, that was also the, the, the church. They had a private Christian school where I attended school. I only did one year in public education and thank God it didn't ruin me. Um, no, no, no shade or no hate towards anybody that, you know, had to suffer through the, uh, public indoctrination system. Um, but thank goodness I did, you know, public uh, Christian, pri- private Christian education and then homeschool. Mm-hmm. So, um, baptized in the Holy Ghost at about 13, 14 years old, started learning Hebrew about the same time, uh, was about to go to Berkeley School of Music to audition for saxophone, busted my two front teeth out, 
and couldn't play saxophone that summer. Started playing keyboard because uh, I told the devil, I was like, well, you know, I'm just going to do something else. Um, and the Lord used that because he didn't want me to go to Berkeley. He wanted me to go to the school I went to, which was the university. It was just a Church of God's uh, school. They've put out a tremendous amount of talent, guys from Rascal Flats, American Idol winners, voice winners. Um, the church has all the talent. We just keep on giving it to the world, but I'm not going to soapbox. I'm not going to soapbox. We're nah, bro. <laughs> well, there, missed that exit. The exit's gone. It's bad. We, we, we passed it. Um, while at Lee University, I was diagnosed with cancer, had to drop out of school. Uh, and I'm still, I think I only lack something like something ridiculous, like something or 20 or 30 credit hours to graduate, to get my bachelor's, uh, which after God healed me, <laughs> he ruined the story. Um, anyway, I don't, don't want to get that, but let's, let's get to the important stuff. So yeah, I had to drop out of school. Uh, started doing chemotherapy. The chemotherapy wasn't doing anything. Uh, I had a tumor. I don't know if you can see if this is mm-hmm. video broadcast or just radio, but I got a nice big scar on my neck that some people think at a glance it looks like a hickey because it's that big. I mean, yeah. it just goes. Yeah. Uh, and I have two scars on my chest here from where I had the port. So I had a tumor in my neck and I had a tumor in my chest. They took out the one in my neck to do the biopsy and the one in my chest they tried to destroy with chemotherapy. It was resistant. It did not shrink. Um, and, uh, I got called to go play for a concert with Ron Cannoli and <clears throat> my friend that called me for that said, I didn't call you because of your abilities as a saxophonist. I called you because when you play tomorrow, God's going to heal you. Mm. And that's exactly what he did. Ron Cannoli has this song called whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. And in that song, it has a saxophone solo. And the first thing that happens before that saxophone solo starts, it's a call and response section. And the first thing that Ron says is, are you healed? Mm-hmm. And that's where the saxophone solo starts. And that's when the Lord, that's when I felt the Lord heal me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he healed me before then, after then, because before I had that experience, before I felt it, I had had a series of tests to determine what the chemo was doing because the first time that it happened three months in that's when they said the chemo was doing nothing this was six months in and during that uh experience i really learned what uh what that scripture you know his grace is sufficient for my strength is made perfect in your weakness i lived that because i'm an incredibly thick-headed determined individual and i made it three months on my own steam before I finally said, okay, Lord, I'm not a quitter, but I'm, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And he said, I'm going to carry you. And he carried me that exact same time before he healed me. So I had the test a week or two before that concert. And I was actually supposed to get the results after the concert. And that's why I found that I was healed. So it's either, it's almost a, it's either he healed me before I ever felt it or he healed me and he changed the test results. But one of the really cool things, you know, um, my sis Dice was asking me about my daughter. So before I started treatment, they told me um, or they asked me, you know, I had to go to a certain kind of bank to make a certain kind of deposit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going to keep this G rated. But, you know, those of us that are old enough to understand what I'm talking about, you know, what they were because basically the, the chemotherapy sterilizes you. Mm-hmm. So... I'm sitting there with my parents having this conversation and I, out of, this is why your words, what we say is so important because out of embarrassment, I actually pronounced a blessing over myself. Mm. I told the doctor, I said, I am not going to do that. If the Lord wants me to have kids, I'll have kids. Mm. Come on now. So I could have cursed myself, but instead I blessed myself out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks, praise the Lord that, you know, thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. So, yeah. So now I have a precious eight year old that's, you know, just over here in a bedroom asleep. She just skipped a grade. So she's going into the fourth grade because she skipped the fourth grade entirely because she's a little genius like her parents. She's a smart, she's a smarty. So, uh, yeah. And then, you know, fast forward to 
I went right from chemo, being healed of chemo to full-time ministry, you know, music ministry slash associate pastorship and then making records. You know, that's how Dice and I hooked up from uh, <clears throat> working with Crystal Dove. She was a featured artist on that. And I was like, you know, hey, sis, you're saved. You want to rap on this tune I did? And then I sent her some tracks of mine for, for her stuff. So, yeah, so here I am. Uh, I turned 40 during COVID and uh, I was told by a man of God that I trust. It's like the Lord said, now you're ready. Because, you know, a lot of us, we think, you know, if we don't happen in our 20s and 30s, well, you're just done, you're old, you're irrelevant. And in God's eyes, it's like, you're just getting started. Mm-hmm. Most men of God, he didn't call until they were 40 or older. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thankful that he called me. He said, you know, I'm ready at 40 and not 100. Because I could have had the Noah, the Noah's, <laughs> you know, hey, I need <laughs> you to build me a boat. It's going to take you 100 years and you're already 100. Right. So <laughs> hey, praise hey, the Lord. Hey bro, hey, bro, that's ticking happen. <laughs> hey, I, I'm believing. Bro. I'm believing to make it to 100. So that's awesome. I think you can. My uh, my grandfather he'll be 94 years old this November 16th, and he still drives and lives lives by himself. He's not on any medication, just doing his own. Amen. Thing. Just showing you. So God, so God, God will bless you. Yeah, uh, yeah. For I sure. received for that. Sure. He just gave one of the most powerful testimonies I've ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> like, come on, like that's that's just amazing. Um, listen that's just amazing and uh, i'm grateful that god healed you from that cancer and like you're just a living testimony of what god can do and the faithfulness i think i think you said you were 13 14 years old uh were you going to private were you going to a private catholic school or some type of private school Uh, private christian school it's the church of god of indiana there was a wonderful uh pastor he's retired now named dave walker uh, we were part of Lighthouse Christian Church right there in that tiny town in Central Florida called D-Land, little old D-Land, Florida. You know, it's, uh, let me tell you, uh, for, you know, as a little of, of a side for all those that think, you know, the only good things and big things that come out of the kingdom out of the big cities. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything right. good come out of, can anything good come out of the land? Can anything good come out of Mount Pleasant? I was just sharing this with, with somebody just today. It's like, it's coming out of the place, out of the unexpected places, because that's when, because God gets the glory. If it's something, oh, Atlanta, New York, LA, like, oh, okay, well, of course, they're a big city, they have all this stuff. But when you come out of nowhere, people are like, who's this? The Lord, that's who it is. No, that's, and that's exactly what I was getting at. That you having that relationship that early, you said something about you, you uh, pretty much lost a couple of your front teeth that stopped you from playing the saxophone. Oh, yeah. But you immediately said, you know what? I'm going to give God the glory in some other place. I'm going to play the keys. So, like, just that blew me away. Like, I'm be honest with you. I, 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 listen, I, I, I need to get baptized again, Dr. Chris. I ain't going to tell you what I was doing at 13, 14 years old. <laughs> but focus. So, he, 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 he be playing any, any instrument he wants to. This is like Prince. This is like Prince of the, of, of, of the inspirational gospel realm. Like I'm not even, I'm, I can't even make this stuff up. And he's, 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 he's being really humble right now. And that's cool. He can walk in humility. I get to be the one to be like, this dude is so dumb. I play, <laughs> like, I play the shofar. I play the shofar. You I mean, I'm talking like out in the, <laughs> I, I think he's been to a mountaintop actually playing this uh, show for like just w- ursh- ushering in a different type of anointing. He's dope. So, yeah. oh man, it's history being made right now on this channel. I just, I just need people to recognize. That's all I'm trying to say. It's history. It's Never happen again. It's happening right now. Never <laughs> happen again. Listen, you're tuned into the fix. Uh, we got DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, and we're chopping it up with Gabriel. Listen, we've got to go to break, pay some bills. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Tune back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, and we're still having a great conversation with, listen, the, the living legend. Uh, living Dice. legend. We're still calling the living legend. Goat, man. Gabriel Bello in the building. Listen, we, we've had you on here, bro. You, you told us about how the Lord has healed you from cancer, some of the things he's brought you through, even the people you work with. You got to talk about Ron Cannoli, um, just the whole, the whole gamut. But my question is, what has God done in you since you've had the baby, the little girl, 
what what is very what's different like I'm, I'm that you either didn't see or didn't know or something that God has done in you since you became my father um, can you can you give us some what you got I I don't believe as a human being I think there's a lot that you miss uh, it'd be interesting conversation I'll have with Paul on the other side of eternity because I don't know how you can read the scriptures and really understand our heavenly father unless you're a parent but a speci- specifically a father um, you read some of that stuff it's like how can you how, if you being evil know how to good give good gifts to your children how can and, I mean like you read that as a you know without children you're like oh yeah but as a as a father you're like man if your kid needs something wants something and you have the ability to give it to them you do it and it's really helped me a lot because coming from you know having parents that were came from a third world country immigrated here to the united states legally by the way for anybody that asks um we you know we, we still struggle with the poverty mentality um and just thinking like oh you know you don't need that or you don't need to have that or you can't have this you can't have that and i'm not saying that everybody needs to have a bentley and a 6 million dollar house but when you're it's really yeah it it's shown me a lot that there's it's okay to want things you know especially good things especially things that god wants for me you know yeah. or wants for you you know and it's it's funny that it's easy for me to believe for healing but you know like i'm currently building a ministry here i'm building a studio called by faith mm-hmm. and the lord you know the, the holy spirit's had to constantly smack me it's like i you believed me for something impossible mm-hmm. you know people can go to the doctors and they can get all the medicine they can get all the treatments and they cannot get healed and i healed you and you can't believe me for a couple hundred thousand dollars so, you know, to humble myself before you guys, because, you know, we're, we're, we're always growing. There's always areas. There's always places where we lack. And the Lord wants us to grow in all areas. That's good. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been a big, yeah, a big uh, uh, window revelation into his character. Because when you read the scripture, even going into where he judges and disciplines his people, you know, those that are not his people and even his grace and mercy that he shows to like the people of Nineveh, you know, I mean, he, I can't remember what it was. It was something like, it was almost half a generation that he gave them after they repented, you know, but he could have just destroyed them. He didn't have to send Noah over there. He could have just, that's how loving and merciful he is. It's tremendous. It's absolutely tremendous. So that's, that's been one of the biggest things as far as my correlation and relationship with him is understanding if I feel this way and I'm just a finite human being, how much, how much more is that amplified when you feel this way, when you're disappointed or, or you love, or you want me, you know, the best for me. What, what has God showed you? Um, just in general, far as for the state of the church, you, you said so many things. Um, where do you think we at? Well, where we are currently as the church, and how the church is represented? Well, do you mean the American church, or do you mean the the body of Christ? The body, no, the body of Christ, absolutely, the body of Christ. The body on the Christ as a whole is kicking butt and taking names we don't we don't see it that way we're very much uh as a a friend of mine um oh beautiful young young uh first nations people lady young lady she was on the voice she's a church of god girl i can see her face brooke brooke simpson brooke simpson she's you know she said uh, america we very much here in america have uh uh first person syndrome or something like that. So we think, you know, we, we judge how the body of Christ is doing by what we is happening here in our own nation. But if you look at what, if you are connected to believers that are doing world ministry, people that are in the Middle East, people that are in China, I mean, they're having revival, South America, China. Right. I mean, it's 
unreal. The Muslim, you know, Islam is actually in a state of emergency because of the amount of apostasy that they're experiencing of people that are leaving Islam and becoming believers. They're becoming Christians. Uh, you know, and for those of us that know where this thing is going, that there's going to be a one world religion and ecumenical faith, it only stands to reason that they're going to have to merge with something else because otherwise they're not going to have anybody left. Mm-hmm. So now as far as us in this nation, eh, good and bad, you know, good and bad. There's those that are falling away, those that, you know, their love is themselves or the loves of, 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 is growing cold. And the you're seeing the separation happen. You're seeing the wheat and the tares begin to, you know, begin to separate. You're seeing the, the goats and the sheep, you know, and the more division and the more strife we have, the, the, the broader the gap, mm. which for those of us that are believers, which is why it's so important for us to find the things. Let's, what are the things that, join us together so that we can walk together in agreement and cast everything else aside. Some things need to be debated. Some things need to be discussed. But if we hold to the things in the apostles creed, my goodness, are we not on common ground? Mm -hmm. Are we not on common ground? So it's, it's really a time for the church. And this is my prayer. And this is what I'm trying to do here in my local community, which is another thing we're always here trying to save, you know, Lord, you know, let's go to Washington and over here. And it's like, what are you doing in your own community? Nothing. Mm. You barely, you're going to church once a month, you lazy mm. thing. Mercy. Get to church, get connected to your own congregation. But I'm actually trying to bring together ministers and people of God of, of different denominations and just look, let's fellowship, let's bear each other's burdens. Uh, up until COVID, I was actually having a yearly gathering of pastors from all over Charlotte and just and relationships were, were fostered and you know I mean it's just beautiful because guys that never knew each other and it's like and these were people actually that really pretty much believed and walked their faith the same way mm-hmm. not saying you know not even taking guys of different denominational that are like oh we're gonna have some issues here um, but we can be the example we're called to be the example we're not gonna see unity in this country until we see unity in the church Mm. We keep we keep on fussing and fighting in the church. Where I mean, like all we're seeing is the fruit of what we've been sowing for the last fifty years. We used to have some decency. We had some some decorum and respect for one another, and we started sowing this. You're a heretic. You're this. You're that. You're not even going to heaven. You're the son of the devil. And now look what we have. This is the fruit that we have in our nation. Mm. That's good. Boy, you sorry, I'm pre- sorry, I'm preaching. No, no, you're preaching now. No, no, it's good. I mean, we talk about it all the time in the show, Unity in the Body. And what one of the, um, you know, we get a front row seat into ministry and uh, men and women of God, their life behind the, the camera or Instagram or the internet. And so we already know, we're like, so when, so when people come to us like, hey, hey that's kind of, you guys are falling apart or, or the, the music is falling apart or the church is this. And we're like, no, like, like because every like Monday through Friday, we have a new story of somebody who, you know, God has planted somewhere kind of like yourself, who they're just digging in and doing great things in their community and in the earth. And it's inspiring to us. So uh, we really thank God for Holy Culture Radio and Sirius XM Channel 154 because we get to come on here and share stories like yours to really inspire people because th- these are the stories that people need to hear like because like you said a lot of times people are like am I alone am I the only one right and uh, no because I honestly I think God is doing something uh, corporately right now that's what I truly believe and in my heart is, as we sit on the show and as we see it it's like man God you're you're really doing a thing um, maybe everybody else doesn't get to see it because the algorithms, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? but, they make but, you. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they do make you feel like you're alone. They really yeah. do. But it's uh, not true. It's, yeah. Nope. Not true. Look, what's that, go what's, ahead. What's, what's that piece of uh, inspiration you would give to um, someone who is aspiring to do something on the ministering level, uh, like you're doing? Specifically in the, the the ministry of music, what would you mm. give them? That what's that one piece of advice you would give to them? 
Um, I don't want to sound cliche, but it's actually something I was just having a conversation with uh, the producer. It's funny. He called me last week. I was on vacation with my family. I called him back. He said, you know, hey, man, he, we, we literally just got off the phone just before I came over here. This is the guy that produced the track Prisoner that, that, mm. you, rap, that you rapped on, Dice. Um, we produced it together, and then I did a couple of the, the, the remixes. Um, and I was sharing with him what uh, the Lord has really been beating into me. He said, make, make the music for me. Now, I know that sounds, that sounds cliche. That's, you know, people like, ah, you know, but many of us, the conversation I was having before him, especially in church, we get, it's, it's the, the temptation that Satan gets us in so often, the musicians is that fame and the ego, the importance. So a lot of times we feel like our song was not good because nobody, you know, it's not being sung at churches all over the world. Mm. It didn't become a hit. So what then becomes the focus? I want to write the next hit. Mm. It becomes the secular mentality because we're following their model. And I've had some crazy opportunities this year. You know, I've got a single that was re-released and it's, you know, doing some stuff and it's, you know, with major backing and I'm getting a lot of, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I'm like, mm. Lord, I even prayed that he would just, I was like, Lord, if this isn't you, just let it fall apart. I don't want to do it. If it's not you, I don't need the distraction. And he opened the door. I said, so now they're telling me, you know, you need to define your brand. I'm like, Lord. And the conversation I was having with this guy, two conversations before you know this was man you need to talk more about this stuff online i was like well i just i do it once and i'm like okay well there it is you can go find it but you got to talk about it more than once it's, and i said the stupid thing is i'll go and i'll do a show or presentation or minister and i'll share my testimony like i did today but then mm -hmm. i'll go online and i won't do it because i'm like oh they've heard it already mm -hmm. but the thing is you don't know who's going to hear it mm -hmm. so i have to become consistent with it which sharing that over and over again. So mm. if it's about what God has given me, yeah. and I've had people that have been healed. I've had people that had manic depression. Mm. You know, I don't know that maybe that's anointing that God has given me to, 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 to inject joy into people because there was a woman when that first CD came out, Miracle. Mm -hmm. And I wrote that because when, when I found out my daughter, my wife was pregnant with my daughter, I wrote that song, Miracle. Mm. And that was, well, that's what I named the album. So that's that's his business. That's his business. Yeah. Men can't men can't do that. Human human humans can't do that. So it has to be for him. That has to be if the is the goal to please the heart of the father. Is the goal what's what's the purpose of the song? Is the purpose to encourage the fellow believer? Is it to preach a message of salvation, of healing, of faith, of hope? let that be the goal let that be the gratification if you get if you get if you get start pumping that drug of clicks and likes and streams and spins you'll never get off it mm. it destroys everybody because it's never uh, never enough this, is what i was it's saying. never it's never enough no i was listening to an interview of a guy he's uh, the guy that stars as jack reacher and he's like, I've made it to the top. And I'm like, there's nothing here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is why we need people preaching the gospel in Hollywood. Because you have all these people, they're chasing all this. They're chasing, it's a fiction. It's not going to fill that gap. Mm -hmm. Only the relationship with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit, that's the only thing that's going to fill that gap. No amount of fame, no amount of sex, no amount of drugs, no amount of power fame or anything it's 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 just you're it's a merry-go-round it's a merry-go-round so as the in the church musicians the you know the, the levites whatever you want to call us we get sucked into it just because we feel we are incredibly mistreated mm -hmm. most of us leave the church because we feel like nobody cares we're you know nobody takes care of us we're you know we we want that music every week we want you to write the song, but we don't want to pay you for it. We don't want to honor you. We don't want to take even take care of you. And then you go out in the world, make it big, and they're like, oh, you know, you need to use your gifts for the church. You need to come over here and do everything for free. And so we get hurt. Mm -hmm. But we still have to bring that gift to, back to the one that gave us, that, that gave it to us. It's hard. 
it's it's a hard thing, but guess what? It's hard for everybody. No matter what God's called you to do, it's hard. Brother and sister, it's hard. Just suck it up and make the music for him and you will be, you know, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Mm. Not happy is the people who had a million streams. Mm. I'm preaching to me. Come on now. You're preaching to As much as I'm preaching to anybody. Come on. So if that song only had 1,400 streams or 14 streams, but that one person got saved or one person got healed, and you're not going to find out about it until eternity, is that enough? Mm. I'm sorry. I'm being too uh, being No, too you real. good. Look, look, you good. Look, 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 look Dice, we're we going to have to have Pastor Gabriel back. We're going to have That's to have him back. Oh, my God. He's going to let him know. You tell the people how they can connect I with you it. and they can follow you on all your social media platforms. Yeah, so it's uh, at Gabriel Music at uh, on TikTok. I just got on there this year because you know I, everybody was the whole world was on there, and I was like, oh, it's this horrible, evil place. And I was like, you could say that of all social media. So at Gabriel at Gabriel Bello Music on TikTok, at Gabriel Bello Music on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, well, let me do YouTube because it's the same thing. Gabriel Bello Music uh, on YouTube. Uh, and Facebook is Gabriel Bella Worldwide, but I'm really easy to find my personal page or the music page. And of course, my music's on, hopefully it'll be here, you know, spinning some of the tunes here on, uh, what is it, 154 Series XM? That's right. That's right. Praise the Lord. And uh, of course, Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon Music and everywhere else that music is dreamed. Or you can go to my website, GabrielBellaMusic.com, sign up for the mailing list, and I do special things and i'm actually going to be taking some of these things and sharing them just with the people on the mailing list because there's just some things you can't talk about on social media and there's other prayer requests and things that i i want to just bring to the people that are Mm. you know just privately but uh yeah that's i'm not hard to find at all we appreciate you keep it locked you're tuned into the fix and the fix is in you tune back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Listen, we have come to the end of another great show. We appreciate y'all rocking with us again today, listening to yeah. us again today. Listen, Absolutely. we pray that those, listen, those words of encouragement from both of our guests bless y'all today. I know for me, um, just, you know, Pastor, I'm going to keep calling him Pastor, Pastor Gabriel Bello, just bless my life. Come on now. And just just showing me that, you know, someone who could just always remain faithful in God. We know he's not perfect. We know he's mm. far short like mm. everybody else, but he still has the testimony of just yeah. somebody staying faithful and committed. And I really believe, just being honest with you guys, because he stays so faithful, especially at a young, early age, mm. that that's why God used him and delivered him and, and, and took that cancer out of his body. Like I really do. Like I, I really, I really believe in prayer. I really believe in submitting to God and the power that God will do if you just trust Him and just put your faith in Him. Like He, He never lets the righteous down. So I, I, I'm just, I, I was just blown away from that. That was just something I took away from it. I know you got some tip, some tidbits you took away from it. Oh, please listen. I would, huh. for me, um, uh, being, uh, assigned to, uh, holy hip hop and doing that, you know, the first couple albums that, I got to do being a CHH artist. Gabriel was one of those who contributed and shout out to uh, Kermit Henderson out there in your town, Cleveland, Ohio, holding it down. That's how I met Gabriel. So it was like, you know, just working with him and uh, charting on Billboard. I mean, bruh. But the fact he was uh, super supportive of me, man, when I didn't, I didn't have a dime. I didn't have a name. I mean, he, he's just always been a good brother who just has loved the Lord and has been supportive of artists who were uh, doing things for God. So it was a blessing to have him on the show today. And even Big Rizzo, they both are dope, super dope. That's why I said, man, the kingdom is doing incredible things. God is doing something to earth. And I just thank God that we get to be a part of it. We get to be a launch pad and a platform for these artists to come on here. Ministers, pastors, preachers, teachers, business people, just we get to be that platform for them to share their heart, how they love people and how they love the Lord. So it's a fun get to do five days a week, six to eight a.m. Monday through Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely want to shout out Big Rissa too as well for just coming on and sharing mm-hmm. her faith journey and where God has her. And just mm-hmm. listen, I was impressed by her just, you know, letting it be known she's okay. Yeah. She is uh, uh, in a season right now where God has her in her word and you know, she waiting, you know, waiting to God send her her king and she's just taking care of her kids mm-hmm. and she's okay with it. And she's making fire music. Listen, if you're not following her, go follow her. 
Um, we already played her track today, and her tracks are going to stay in rotation for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, so just keep it, keep it, keep, keep it, keep it locked for that. <laughs> I think uh, we might get a collaboration going with Big Rissa and uh, the Fix His Own Dice Gamble. I might come on now, come on, bro. I just feel like it's going to be a lot of you know what I'm saying gritty bars that come out of that. Just gritty, gritty, just real gritty, gritty, gritty bars, right? <laughs> Pretty boss. So listen, listen, we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today. Y'all want to tap in tomorrow. Stop playing. Y'all know what it is. Fire yeah. 10 Friday. You know how we do on our Fire 10 review. Yeah. Uh, we pick 10 songs. We're going to review them. We're going to break them things down. Talk about yeah. the production. Talk about the bars. Talk about know the, it. the delivery. Know it. You definitely want to tap in with us every Friday for our Fire 10 review. So listen, uh, go ahead and go be great today, kings and queens. Have the best day you possibly can. Remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement is always the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.